We're reading in the study of the Ten Sfirot, Volume 3, Part 10. We are in 884, page 884 in the Hebrew version of it. We do not have English, but we're going to start with 35 in the words of the Ari. Which needs to be written at first Yud in the ray of the angle of this Hey, such a hey, and the letter Yud is the matter of Chokhmah of this first Tvuna. And this Chokhmah is called Israel Saba. Here he mentions that Chacham in Bina, wise in Bina, since in the clarification of the letter Yud of Havaya, there is the upper Abba Ve'ima. And in the first letter, Hey of Havaya, there is the matter of Israel Saba and Tvuna, which are the lower ones. Yes. Please again. Again, item 35, the words of the Ari. I have mentioned in the matter of Tfilin, in the matter of writing the name Havaya, which should be written at first Yud in the angle of this K, of this He. Such a He, and the letter Yud is the, the matter of Chokhmah of this first Tvuna. This is the Chokhmah called Israel Saba. As he mentions that he is wise in Bina, Chocham Bina. And this was clarified in the letter Yud of Havaya, and there's the matter of upper Abavi'ima. In the first letter Hey of Havaya, there is Israel Saba and Tvuna, which are lower. No. Well. Let's keep going. Item 36. Note that the three parts of Bina, which are Bina, and the first Tvuna, and the second Tvuna, are all one Partsuf. It turns out that when the first Ibur of Bizranpin took place, which was then in the matter of the Gimel, included in Go Gimel, as noted, this first Tvuna, which is the first Hey of the name, according, because the three parts, these three parts, became one partsuf, it turns out that this first tvuna is from the chazeh downwards of the whole partsuf. And that is the place of the impregnation, the ibu, where is the place of the beten, the belly, in which the offspring is born. But in the upper bina, there is no pregnancy and impregnation. Again, again, item 35. Note that the three parts of Bina, which are Bina, the first Tvuna, 
and the second Duna are all one Pertzuf. It turns out that when the first Ibur of Zeranpin happened, which was then in the matter of three included in Gimel, three included in three as noted, this was the first Tuna, which was the first Hay of the name, according to the fact that three parts became one partzuf. It turns out that this first Tvuna is from the Chazeh downwards of the whole Pertzuf. And that is the place of the Ibu, which is the place of the Betan, of the belly, within which the offspring is born. But in the upper Bina, there is no matter of pregnancy or impregnation. Okay, next. The inner light for item 36. This clarifies the three parts of Bina, which are Bina and the first Tvuna and the second Tvuna, all being one Pertzuf. It's been clarified above that Bina and the first Vina are implied in the Samech and the concealed Mem. And these two exist in the upper Avavima, as well as in Yeshut, since the main differentiation between them is in the matter of the Parsa, which is in Megoi Mehoi, in the place of the Chazeh, where Chabad Chagat above Parsa are Samech, and Tanhim, which is below Parsa, are the main Sofit, the last Mem. Hence, they behave so in every part of But the two matters, Samech and Mem of Abavima, are both considered Samech. And the two discernments, Samech and Mem of Yeshut, are both considered in the matter of Abba Ve'ima to Mem. There is great matter in both, since although all the Pertzufim are divided to the six first and Nehim, in them only in the value matter, meaning according to the pers- private value of that partsuf. But this division of Abba Ve'ima and Yeshut is the general division of all of Atzilut. Because until Abba Ve'ima, all the partsufim are considered the matter of Gar, the upper three. That is, they have ten complete Sfirot. Although from Abba Ve'ima downwards, which are Yeshut and Zon, they lack their upper three from their root. And they have but nothing but Vak. Even their Gadlut is not complete Gar, since only their Chagat becomes Chabad. This means that it's because the Parsa Gomeoi, which is in Arich Anpin, which is the Keter of Atzilut, 
It is the main thing that includes all of Atzilut. And since its vessels of Panim, which are Galgalta and Enaim, end in the place of its Chazeh above Parsah, Hence, there, the matter of the upper water, the male ones, and in the totality of Atzilut. And from there down, meaning from Chazeh down, are considered to the lower waters, the female, which is the differentiation between Samech and Mem, as mentioned. You should understand well the distance, the great distance between the first six of each partzuf to its tanhim. Because you knew that from the second restriction downwards, meaning from the time that the lower hay rose to the enaim, and the achap emerged outside all of the degrees, this deficiency is a deficiency that will not be counted until the final correction completely. Since although by the upper couplings of Absag are returned, the Achap are returned, and Nunehi are made in the Partsuf, by this he acquires the Gar of Lights, as noted, although this ascent of the Achap is considered is not considered a true permanence in the Partsuf, because they're only considered as a good addition, also because they come and go and depend on the deeds of the lower ones. This shows that there is no descent of the lower hay from Enaim. It is not considered a complete descent, as it does not leave behind her any blemish whatsoever. For if it were so, they would have to remain in their complete purity. And the parsas that are between Galgata and Enaim and the Achab, which are the new Nehi, needed to completely nullify Although we see that even though the lower hay came down from the Enaim and the fallen Achap were brought back to the Partsuf, nevertheless the Parsa was brought out between the Galgalta Enaim and the Achap which returned to the Partsuf. Hence the force of judgment that is there in the end of the old Nehi, which is in the mouth of the Chazeh, did not get cancelled completely from there. Rather, only sufficient enough to extend the Mochin of Gar, as then the Kli of Galgalta became Chabad. And the Kli of Einaim, which is the old Nehi, became Chagat. And the Achap, which are brought back, now serve as the Nehi of the Theum, of the conclusion. Since they were refined from the lower hay and rose above the Parsa, 
Therefore, the new Nehi is immersed upon these forces of judgment and restriction of the Parsa, which remains above them. Therefore, they are called by the name the Concealed Mem. Understand this matter well. Besides what has been mentioned, there's another huge deficiency in the concealed mem of each pertzuf. And it is that the illumination of the upper one does not reach there as far as his atzmut. Because the illumination of every upper one as far as its essence ends always above the parsa goimehoi of its lower one. And this is because every connection and contact the upper one has with its lower one in order to be able to illuminate and grow it is only in the vessels of the panim of the lower one, which are galgalta and inayim. As the matters of the uppers, Achap, were with them in one degree during their descent. It turns out that during the Gadlut of the lower one, when the vessels of Galgalta and Enaim and rose above the Parsa into the matter of Chabad Chagat, and from Parsa downwards, now it's a chap stands that became there the new nehi, and because the achap of this lower one were never with the posterior of the upper one in one degree, because while the achap of the upper one was adhered during their fall to the degree of the lower one, here then the achap of the lower one it was in the degree of the lower one below. Therefore, there is no relation between the upper one towards them and does not touch them while they connect with the lower one. This is why they always end in the nahi of the upper one in the place of the chazeh of the lower one. And from there down, only the illumination in potential spreads from the upper one and not the matter of the essence of the nehi of the upper one. It turns out that the nehi of Atik, which illuminates and sustains the partzuf arichanpin, ends above the chazeh of arichanpin and do not illuminate below parsa of arichanpin. Therefore, it turns, it is found as the matter of the concealed mem of Arichanpin lacking the illumination of Shoresh, of the root. This is a very big deficiency. Due to this, even Yeshut, which is Sag, also is considered as Vak and is not considered Gar, like upper Abba ve'ima, which are above parsa of Arichanpin. 
Therefore, the main name of Samech and Mem of all of Atzilut is called only Abba Ve'ima and Yeshsut, since Abba Ve'ima are called Samech, in which the whole Partsuf is considered above Parsa in the totality of Atzilut. And Yeshut are considered the concealed Mem, since all their Pertsuf is below Parsa of Archanpin. Here, the great distance has been clarified between Abba Ve'im, the upper Abba Ve'ima and Yeshut. Here you will understand the words of the Rav, which says, of the Ari that says, that all the matter that div- causes the division of Abba Ve'ima and Yesut to two parts of him is the screen of the Esod of Atik. Meaning, as clarified, that Nehi of Atik stops on the Chazeh of and do not illuminate below Parsa of Arichanpin. Yeshut are found to be lacking the illumination of Shoresh, of Root. We should understand what caused Yeshut to clothe below Parsa of Arikhanpin, and why they did not emerge above Parsa like Abba Ve'ima. The thing is that after Arikhanpin was corrected in Gadlut, here it was not corrected in its Rosh, only Keter and Chochmah alone. And Bina emerged outwards from its Rosh and became the Garon, the throat. And the matter is here that the lower hay in Enaim is not completely cancelled. And even during Gadlut, which through the upper coupling descends from the hay the, the, the lower hay lowers from the Enaim and its partsuf raises its achap, Nevertheless, that lower hay that was concluding the old Nehi in the matter of the adornment of Yesod leaves behind her a great impression even after these Nehi rose and became Chagat. This impression is called Parsa Begoi Mehoi. In this manner, in all the degrees of the Pertzuf, since also the Pertzuf Arichanpin emerged in its Katnut in the matter of the lower hay in the Enaim, as known, Therefore, even after the correction of its Gadlut, the impression remained of the lower hay both in the Rosh and in the Toch. This is the meaning of Kruma Dethapia Al Mochastima, which is the Chokmah of the Rosh of Arichanpin. Since through this membrane, this crust, the, this Chokmah was also of Arichanpin was also divided into two matters. Because Chokmah and Bina of Mochastima are 
the matter of the upper Abba of the Rosh of Arich Anpin. And the matter of Bina, which emerged outwards, is Yeshut of Arich Anpin, which becomes the his garon, his throat. And the Kruma Datchafia and Mochastima is the Palsa which differentiates between them in the matter of upper waters and lower waters. Hence, only the Rosh of Arichanpin is considered a complete Rosh in Atzilut. Because after it was corrected in its glut, the lower hay, which descended completely from his rosh, did not leave behind any impression whatsoever. Because is the kruma detchafia upon the mochastima, the concealed mind, which is below its rosh and controls only the degrees that are below its rosh. But there is no membrane or parsa that can cause some diminution from them and above. Therefore, the rosh of Arichanpin is considered to being pure from any impression of the lower hay in Enaim. Although its throat, which is Bina, which emerged from the Rosh, here is this membrane of the Mochastima, which is above her. Therefore, there is no Torah of Rosh upon her. Hence, the Garon is considered the concealed Mem almost. This is the secret of Meitzar HaGaron, the narrows of the throat as mentioned in its place. Although this thr- garon, this throat of the Arichanpin, which emerged from its Rosh, because it being below the Kruma de Mochastima, is nevertheless considered still a complete Rosh in the value of it being completely pure, as far as the impression of the lower hay, even after its emergence below the membrane of Mochastima. For this is the rule. Whoever is pure from any impression of a Masach and coarseness is called Rosh. And since it is known that there is the force of restriction cannot blemish somewhat the upper three of Bina, because he is delighted in mercy, and there was never a restriction upon light of chasadim. Hence, the garon of Arichanpin, being the upper three of Bina of Arichanpin, does not tolerate or suffer or feel anything from this kruma dechapia upon mochastima. And it's considered in it as if this membrane, this kum, is below him. Therefore, 
towards himself, the matter of emergence from the Rosh is not considered an exit. Rather, as it is still considered as being in the Rosh. The whole matter of the emergence from the Rosh mentioned in the matter of the throat of Arichan bin is only in the discernment of the lower ones from it. Meaning the Zat, the lower seven of Bina of Arichan bin. Since they are being the root of the inclusive zone and need the illumination of Chochmah. Hence, they feel the great diminution of the emergence from the Rosh. Why do you stop? It's written that the continuation is item 41. Where is that written? And he also writes here, and this is where he says that in item 41. Yes, yes. So, let's read. Item 37. Yes. Item 37, the words of the Ari. The upper Bina is called Samech. And the first Vuna is called the concealed Mem, as mentioned. The thing is that the upper Bina is the measure of the upper six Sfirot, which are Keter Chochma Bina, Dat, Chesed, Gvura being extended from the secret of Chochmah, which is Yud, it turns out that the upper Bina is called Samech, since her place is again against the six upper Sfirot of it, each included from Yud, therefore it is Samech. But the Tvuna, which has but the measure of the four lower ones, and each is included from Yud, to this matter, hence she is the concealed Mem. She is also considered the concealed Mem, upon construction on the building. Albanin. Okay. Upon the, not the building, but upon her sons. Again, or? 38. 38. For this reason as well, this first Vuna is called the next world, Olam Haba. And the matter of the females being called Olam, world, as it is brought forth in the Zohar in portion Yechi, on the verse, from the world to the world. This Tvuna is called the next world. Alma Dati. Since she descends downwards and is always revealed but the upper Bina remains above and does not go down. Hence, Bina is called 
In the future, it shall come. Because the upper mochin of Zeranpin, which are clothed in the Nehi of Upper Bina, are to come later, when its level will be augmented, and it will have more than the upper mochin, than Bina, and not from Tvuna, and then it will come in the future. Mm-hmm. Yes. Item 39. But the mochin of Netzach, Hod Yesod of Tvuna, extend into it always, and will always be extended and coming. This is the meaning of the next world, Alma Deati, since it always extends and comes. This is the gap there is between the next world and the that, will come, that which will come in the future, since this is in Tvuna and that is in Bina. In the manner of Netzach Hod Yesod in them, which become the Mochin of Zeranpin. And this is what is brought in the book Habahir, where the students asked Rabbi Rechumai, what is the next world? He told them, a world that has already come. And this is clear with what I have written. Mm-hmm. With what I have written. Item 40, Mem. You should also know that this Dalet, you should also know that this Dalet, which is upon the Vav, in the form of the first Hay, we already clarified that it has a tip behind her uh, in the form of a Yud. And it is the matter of Yisrael Saba. We should also know that it's, this Dalet is divided to three parts as well, which are Yud in the middle and two Vavs that extend from her. This kind of a Dalet and they are in the numbers in Gimatria 22 Itvan, which are given from Chochmah to Bina. And now, we should give the point in why in the letter Yud, Bina is concealed, and the Chochmah is revealed. And in the letter Hey, Bina is revealed, and the Chochmah is concealed. Again. Again, item 40, you should also know that this Dalit, upon which the Vav in the form of the first Hey, which we already clarified, has a tip behind her in the form of a Yud, which is Yisrael Saba. Also know that this Dalid is divided into three parts, which are the middle Yud and the two Vavs which extend from her. This form of a Dalit. And in Gimatria they are 22 Idvan, which are given from Chokhmah to Bina. now, there should be a reasoning why in the letter Yud, Bina is concealed and Chokhmah is revealed. 
And in the letter Hey, the Bina is revealed and Chokhmah is concealed. Yes. 41. Item 41. As it is brought forth in another teaching, the two keters of Abaima are in the garon, the throat of Arichanpin, where it is Bina of Arichanpin. We also clarified in the verse, day he shall command his mercy, since there are two kinds of mercy. The one is the upper grace up after Bina, as this place is in the head of the Katfin of Arichanpin. First expansion and division of the two arms, and there is the place of the upper Chesed called Yoma of all of it in the book of Zohar. Again, Item 41. The thing is, as it is brought forth in another teaching, the two keters of Archanpin are in the throat of Archanpin, since there it is in the matter of Bina of Archanpin. We also clarified in the verse, Day he shall command his mercy, since there are two kinds of chesed of mercy. One is the upper chesed after Bina. At this place is at the top of the Ktafin of Archanpin. First, the expansion and division of the two arms, and that is the place of the upper Chesed called Yoma de Kulhu in the Book of Zohar. Ken, Ken. Ot Memalef or Pnimi? 41. Which the Israel Saba in it became the Keter of Abba, and the Tvuna in it became the Keter of the Upper Ima. In general, they are the phase of Bina that came out of the Rosh of Arich Anpin, where she was installed as the phase of Goronara of Arichanpin. Since towards the lower ones, there is necessarily the force of diminution on the light of Chokhmah, since the crust of Etchapia below the Mochastima'a that shades on the light of Chokhmah and the lower ones that need the illumination of Chokhmah are not in the phase of Rosh anymore. 
Because in this phase, the force of the Parsa rides upon her. Understand this clearly that there are two phases in the Goron of Arichanpin, meaning that on behalf of the light of Chokhmah it is considered Guf and not Rosh at all. On the side of the light of mercy, it is considered a complete Rosh without any change of anything from the Mochastima of the Guf. Since the Goron became two Keters of Abaveima. It was said that there are two types of mercy. The first one is the upper mercy after the Bina, which in this place is in the Reshe Katfin of Arichanpin. First, the expansion and division of the two arms, where is the place of the upper Chesed called Yomo de Kulhu Yomin. Meaning, you have known in the ten spherot of direct light that Chochman Bina, while emanated, came out back to back. Because the main essence of Bina of direct light is the phase of continuing the mercy within her. Because after the Sfirah of Chokhmah came out on its entire wholeness, the Chokhmah awakened and extended the light of Chasadim, which this disparity of form which Chokhmah acquired in the end separated her into a new phase called Sfirat Habina. It was considered that the Sfira of Bina turned its back towards the light of Chokhmah and does not want to suckle from him his illuminations, but wants his mercy. As is written, that he is delighted in mercy. That is the meaning of the Yud and Nun in Sadi that are opposite one another. But afterwards, while Bina emanated Zeranpin, she returned her face to Chokhmah and received an illumination of Chokhmah within her light of mercy, and that was considered again as being a new phase called Zeranpin. In a way, that now here there are two phases of Chesed, of mercy. The first is the light of mercy of Bina herself, just the way it was while she extended it. That is the part of Bina herself. The second was that same mercy that she extended with the illumination of Chokhmah from the Sfira of Chokhmah, which was considered that came out of Bina because it wasn't on that degree anymore, because her own degree remained as in the beginning, meaning specifically in the light of chesed on its own, 
while changing her face to Chochma. That was the whole division between Gar of Bina and Zat of Bina. Because Gar of Bina is her own face, specifically in the chesed that is cleansed from the illumination of Chochmah, called returning the posterior to Chochmah. Zat of Bina are the phase of Zon that were rooted in her from the force of her emanating them, as known that the root of the light always remains in the emanator, and the emanated only receives the branch of it. For that reason, Zat of Bina had the need imprinted in her for the illumination of Chochmah, just as in the true zone. You must understand that there is another phase three here, which is Bina itself, because that is the mercy that was extended while returning her posterior to Chochmah, still is not considered to her real essence, because finally it was the essence of Chochmah, because truly the Chochmah itself extended the light of mercy, but because every new phase gets its own name, for that reason we call that Chochmah that extended the light of mercy by the name Bina, and understand that clearly. Even though it is like a vessel alone, because the light was already extended by returning the back to Chochmah. Since the gap between the light of Chochmah and the light of Bina is infinite, the vessel in her is important a lot more because of the light in it, till this light of mercy she extended is not considered her own essence, but as her son, or the man in her, just like in the words of the Ari. Now you'll understand the words of the Ari that there are two kinds of chesed. The first chesed, the first mercy, is after the bina in the rashay katfin of arich anpin, before the expansion of the arms. Meaning, the mercy within the bina before it came out of her and became chokhmah and gvua of the guf. This chesed was by returning the back to chokhmah. And in the Partzuf of Arich Anpin, which is entirely Chochmah, we find this mercy of the Goron, which is the Bina of Arich Anpin, has the posterior of his Partzuf, meaning behind the Goron, which is the Rashi Katfin of Arich Anpin. No, that 
the upper Abba Ve'ima that were extended on the degree of Bina, meaning Bina of Ma, for this reason, they were divided necessarily into the Gar of Bina and the Zat of Bina. Because the main part of every Paltzuf is its upper phase. Since the upper phase of Abba Ve'ima is Bina, for that reason, the Torah of Bina is upon them, which in their Gar, they are in the phase of the light of mercy, and in their Zat, they need the illumination of Chochmah. They come out of the first Hay of the inner Havaya of Arichanpin, which is its own Bina, called Goron. For that reason, that Goron is considered their Keter. For that reason, Abba and Ima divided into two, the upper Abba Veima and Yisut. Because of the difference between Gar and Vak is so great, until Gar of Bina cannot come out of the phase of Osh, and Zat are already existing below the crest of Mochasim Stima'a, and are considered the goof already. For that reason, to begin with, a whole partzuf from Gar of Bina was instilled, and they are called the upper Abba Ve'ima. After Abba Ve'ima, the upper Abba Ve'ima were instilled in all their wholeness. Afterwards, the Zat of Bina were instilled, which are Yisut. They are not considered a real Rosh, but Vak. Even in their greatness, it is only considered that their Chagat ascended and became Chabad. But the true Gar, they don't have. That's because of them already being in the phase of Guf meaning below the crust of Mochastima, which this crust does not work at all, not on the Garon of Arichanpin and not on Abba Ve'ima. Since they were Gar of Bina, but it became the complete Parsa on the Yisut, meaning the Parsa of the Chazeh of Arichanpin, which was since they were considered the expansion of the light of Chesed outside of Bina, which is Zeranpin. And Yisut are the root of Zeranpin. Of Zon. For that reason, their essence are from the illumination of Chokhmah, and the Parsa shades them because of the impression of the lower Hay that remained there also after she descended from the Enaim. No. We'll move to the left part. We'll go to the 